0: We're joined on the line by the founding director of Women and Men Against Child Abuse, Miranda Jordan. Miranda, good morning to you. Um, yes. how, how important morning, is is Child Protection Week? A, a dedicated week for the work that you do? And I guess the danger is you don't want it just to be a, a week and then everybody moves on. Yes. No, absolutely. Thank you for speaking to me this morning, Francis. Um, I think. I think, um, there, there, there was a time when there were quite a lot of campaigns. You know, Child Protection Week has been going on for 22 years, starting in 1997. Actually, more or less the time that we started Women and Men Against Child Abuse, not, not occur uh, coincidentally, just in the fact that, that we've been campaigning as a pressure group more than an advocacy and service delivery. But, however, I think there was a, a time that people were very concerned that it seemed that all resources, particularly governments, were focused uh, on saying what they were doing and all the good things that were happening around children's rights and the welfare of children only during that week. And then, as you say, what happened um, the other 365 days um, of the year. So I think, that 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 campaign goes on and I think people still want people to be reminded about the fact that people work every day in this field and so little has changed in the sense of that we we seem to go one step forward and sometimes two steps back. And I'm going to say that when we look at what happens um as far as children speaking out, because just just in the twenty two years children were speaking out very little um, in the past. It took a lot to get children. It really was very much acute cases or children speaking out months and years, not weeks and days, months and years. I think with Child Protection Week, a lot of emphasis was then really uh, uh, focused, one, on what happens to children after they've been abused, but, also the fact that children need to start speaking out. And I think that has probably been one, one of the successes um, mm. of Child Protection Week. I think what has not been uh, is that we don't see service delivery improve. So what I'm saying is that a fragmented system, that is once a child has been abused and somebody goes and reports it with the child, That system hasn't really lived up to what we thought it would 22 years later. We still have problems at police centres. We still have problems with not enough SPS trained officers taking statements. Excuse me. We still have problems um, with uh, the communication between police officers and family members, keeping them up with the way investigations are going. Yeah. We still have problems with delays at court. We still have problems with the fact that it takes two to two, three years for a case to go to court. That means a 12-year-old or a 9-year-old child is actually almost in another developmental stage by the time the court case finishes. And I think that what, what we're very concerned about is that this cannot continue to be more of a raw, raw, this is what we're doing, um, this is what we are going to achieve. And I think the, a, a bit of that has happened during Child Protection Week. And I don't think children, as you've just mentioned those stats, are really much safer. I think what has happened is that children are speaking out, which is actually fantastic. One of the darkest secrets being child sexual abuse is out there. I think physical abuse, unfortunately, carries on um, the way it has always done and is and often caught far too late. I think the fact that we have four um, young babies uh, and, and toddlers dying because the system is letting them down, I think we need to look at the, the, the children's court. I think everyone needs to understand a children's court is not like a criminal court, that you really are in the hands of a few designated social workers some which are good, and some which are really um, shamefully neglectful. Yeah. Sure. You've raised you raised so many issues. So so the system not always protecting children who do speak out, you, you still want to make it illegal uh, for for adults for anybody not to report child abuse and and it made me think i, I guess i thought you, you had to um but that's doctors yes. psychologists so so you're talking about a community wide movement yeah so, so i'm going to explain it a little bit better i think it's 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 in one or two um it's quite difficult to understand one or two reports have not, uh, have not picked up 100% on it. So there is a section of the Children's Act. It's not a new act. Um, it's, a, it, it's an act from 2005. But in this act, unlike the sexual, the sexual Offenses Act, where it's mandatory, where we all know, if somebody comes and tells us that a child is being sexually abused or there's a reasonably a good suspicion that a child is being sexually abused... We need to report that. That is mandatory. Every single person, you, me, uh, um, you know, the the, the the lady next door who um, you know works in somebody's office, unrelated to media or unrelated to to, to an organisation, they have to report it. Unfortunately, in the Children's Act, so a separate act, there it just says in that act which deals with more than sexual abuse physical abuse and neglect. That's say that it is only up to a few professionals. I want to say there is a number of them. So it goes from doctors to social workers to nurses to caregivers, but it doesn't go to Mr. Jones next door, who happens, who just maybe is a, works in an accounting firm, And he hears a child constantly crying, a child obviously in distress, a child who, for instance, either looks maybe very thin just to him, or could be, um, you know, just just maybe maltreated in some way. To 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 go further and say this child is not okay, I'm going to report it and rather let it be investigated. The grandmother of that child. Needs to report if she, if she sees her ch- grandchild being uh, maltreated by its parents and being abused by its parents. As in the baby Daniel case, we cannot hold the two grandparents, one of which baby Daniel was living with in the same property, and no doubt to be with the type of injury, would have known and would have surely heard. In fact, we know even neighbors heard, but were turned away with a baseball bat by the, the perpetrator now in jail. Yeah. So that mother, grandmother, we were, we were hoping to charge her. But in close examination of this act, we cannot do that, Francis. That means if you're an uncle, aunt, or grandparent, at this stage, you can say, um, well, I didn't really hear this, or we, I wasn't really sure what to do. We could have taken you um, to court and said, we reasonably believe that you would have heard it, but okay. we can't do that because you're not one of the professionals who should um, report it.